Simplified Chaos, Episode 79. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Hey, hey, wonderful friends. Welcome to Simplified Chaos. This is Jillian, one of your hosts, and I'm with my co-host and husband, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? Hope you all are having a wonderful week. We've got another great episode here for you today. Jilly, what are we diving into? This episode is all about our first date night since quarantine started. We have really rediscovered the importance of of date night for us and we wanted to share it with you all so this is going to be a great episode and if you want to listen to our first date night episode you're gonna have to check that one out too we'll put that in the show notes and link it but before we dive into today's topic as always we want to show a little gratitude so jilly what are you grateful for this week i am grateful for our roommates hashtag co-living you took mine randy and mark Perfect segue into this episode. Uh, Well, my reason might be different. I am grateful for them because they are open to living with us, which means we get to see their son, my nephew, Reese, grow, change, and develop, and I get some alone time with him. And I didn't even tell you, but so Reese is, what, nine months now? He took his first couple steps downstairs. What? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty, I did not know that. It's just like all the same feelings I He's had. He's putting it together. I know that. But. Oh, my God. But it's just, it was so magical watching Lucille do? do that and like now three, watching Reese two? do that. Can I just finish my reflection? Sorry. You're totally interrupting my, my gratitude bad. I'm segment. just, I'm excited. He took like three. <laughs> okay. Three to four. Um, but now I don't even remember what I was going to say. Sorry. I was excited. I know. That's what I mean. Like the feels that I had when Lucille was changing and developing and growing i get the same warm tingly feelings watching reese go through the same changes and it just warms my heart that we get to be around that and see him grow and change and develop and then just see randy and mark parent and become just amazing mom a mom and dad and yeah it's just it's humbling i'm just glad they're open to living with us and so far it's working oh so it's definitely working yeah. enjoy it until it doesn't <laughs> absolutely and we did an episode on that too about co-living so you're going to want to check that one out we'll put both of those episodes in the show notes um but yeah no i'm i'm also grateful for your sister and my future brother-in-law without them we wouldn't have been able to have our first date night since the whole COVID thing and we were trying to pinpoint when our first date night was, and we were thinking it was probably sometime in February. So it's been quite a long time for us. Three to four months. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, they were, they stepped up and were willing to watch Lucille for the evening. Um, so it was perfect. You know, we, we went to one of our favorite places and had a couple hours out. But, um, yeah, you know, big, big thank you to them for, uh, for stepping up and, watching Lucille so we can go out and rediscover the importance of date night. Uh, for real. We yeah. had a lot of great reflections and the whole time we're like at date night, not the whole time, but we were just saying like, what are we going to podcast about this week? And 
because we were having all these revelations and just <laughs> we got a lot of great conversation in. We're like, we need to talk about this. Like, this is juicy. This is good stuff. So we had a lot of reflections of why we value getting out of the house mm-hmm. with each other by ourselves so freaking much. I think it was very helpful because usually during our date nights is when we have our best ideas for the podcast. And I'm not saying that the ideas that we've had during COVID weren't good ideas, but I think it took a lot more work for us to do that, where this was something that came up very organically, which typically comes up very organically in our date nights. Um, You know, one of the things that we do talk about is this podcast and, you know, Jill and I always are, are kind of week to week with this thing. You know, we, we, we don't plan really out in it too far in advance, although no. we came up with three really good episode topics sitting down at dinner. I forgot them already. Yeah, I, well, that's why I pulled out the old <laughs> phone and, and wrote them down. But, uh, you know, it, it was just like one of those things where the, the juices were flowing, the cocktails were flowing. That certainly helps. Yes. Um, but the, the juices were flowing. And again, it was just like one of those things, you know, well, what do we want to talk about? And we just kind of talking and just like as we're going through the meal, it's like, you know what, this is really great. You know, um, let's talk about the rediscovering date night because we haven't had one in such a long time. Yeah. And it's not that we haven't been having moments of alone time throughout the day. Like we go on a car rides and sometimes Lucille's not with us and we have some moments of time, but we kind of discovered that even though we have these moments of alone time in the house, it's usually in the middle of a work day yeah, or in the middle of a project or there's just something going on during the week that we can't completely like let go mm-hmm. and just be really open and have that clear mind and space to like create and think. So it's almost like it's structured in there. So we have moments of alone time and it's great, but it doesn't fill our cup up all the way when it comes to like really connecting. I love that we take moments and see each other throughout the day. Like yeah. I'll give you a compliment and you smack my butt or <laughs> I'll give you a kiss or I tap you know, it. I don't smack it. Bring you breakfast. And I love that we have these small moments to connect because they are so needed since we haven't had any date nights out. But I really forgot why we enjoyed going out of the mm-hmm. house alone so much. Uh, and the first thing was just because it's crazy. The first, I think the first thing we talked about, we sound really cheesy, but we talked about our goals in life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those that tends to come up all the time when we're out on a date night and you're very good about being mindful about asking me how our things are going and, you know, if there's anything that needs to change or anything like that. But, you know, I, re- I do remember like when we were going out on date nights consistently, like that's uh, something that came up. All the time, which is great. I mean, it's definitely important to talk about that. And just with even the 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 coffee dates that we've been doing where we're in the car for an hour, like you said, it, it tends to be we're coming off of work and, um, you know, we're t- kind of talking about what's going on during our day, what's going on with Lucille. Um, but, you know, these these goals conversations don't really come up. So, yeah, yeah. that was that was a huge thing that we were, we were talking about. Yeah. And I guess, you know, when you're in the home with your partner, having these moments of time together, it's great, but you're on the ground floor. When we get out of the house, it's like we get out on the balcony and we can see ourselves at an aerial view, as I like to call it. And Mm -hmm. then we can really get a big picture. Okay. Here's where we are. Okay. Just checking in like, okay, 
what do we value in life? Okay, mm-hmm. what are we doing to make sure we're aligning to those goals? And I know I sound really professional here saying all this stuff, but we never used to talk like that until we started goal planning. And then things started falling so much more in place. Like I feel like we really simplified what we want out of life by just talking about what we value in life mm-hmm. and what are we doing to get there or to make it happen as much as possible. And that's what we connected about. We were like, all right, let's talk about our travel plans or non-travel plans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's talk about um, Lucille because obviously family's important. I was going to say that I think that was a big part of the conversation was talking about how we want to raise Lucille and, you know, you and I keep going back and forth with the whole homeschool thing. Do we, does she go to public school? Um, and we're not going to know that answer until we get closer to, to her schooling age anyway. But, you know, it's something that we're, we're being very thoughtful about now. And we both have, you know, the pros and cons of doing it one way over another. Obviously you're a school teacher. Um, and so you know what it's like in, in the public school system. But I mean, that was a big part of the conversation. It's not only our personal goals, our couple goals, but it's our goal as parents raising this beautiful young lady and trying to do what's best for her. So, you know, I, I, I'm glad we had a chance to, to have that conversation. And I am just appreciative that we are open to like ping pong and agree or disagree because, you know, right now there's just so many unknowns. Like, oh my goodness. I have a feeling there's going to be a shift in education because of everything that's happening, but I'm not sure what that shift is going to look like. But no, I'm yeah. hopeful. I really am hopeful. And, um, but yeah, no, we got to talk about, you know, more serious stuff like Lucille's future. And sometimes I don't like to talk about it too often, but I like just touching base with, yeah. How are we feeling about it? Because obviously, if I worry about the future, that's called anxiety. And I don't want any more anxiety than I already have being a parent. You know, I'm just trying to keep this tiny human alive. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, we also reassessed just like our trips. You know, we were planning on going out to Colorado still to do a podcast interview. Yeah. And we were planning on going out maybe possibly to Arizona to visit my dad. I mean, and the, the trip was booked. And was we booked them and we we're really excited because... Lights are so cheap right now, but we really had to sit down and have a conversation, which we did because we had that time and space to just, is it worth it? Is it smart to be on a plane at this time? Is there an alternative to having getaways that don't involve getting on a plane? Right. Yeah. I mean, and we're really thinking more about along the lines of how it would affect our families. Like if we were to contract it and then come back, um, you know, who would be affected by it? Um, obviously we have, you know, people in our family who, you know, we would be very concerned about if, if, you know, and we wouldn't want to have to go two or three weeks without seeing them either, you know, if if we came back tested positive. So, you know, we're, we're just taking an abundance of caution with what we're doing. And, you know, really, if we lose a year of not going on a flight somewhere, then, you know, our health and and safety is more important than us, you know, going someplace where, you know, these places aren't going anywhere. And and obviously travel and stuff will get safer again, but we've got to get through this whole thing. And, you know, right now it's, it's been a little discouraging, even though we're opening up here in Maryland, there are uh, states that have opened up earlier than ours and are are starting to see spikes in the numbers. And, um, you know, luckily we haven't seen a spike spike in deaths yet but you know that usually lags behind so you know i'm I'm trying to still remain optimistic but you know also just seeing that you know there's there's still a lot of work that needs to be done and and a lot of things that need to be uh 
um, cleared before we, you know, we can do anything. So it was good for us to sit down and, and actually, cause we had talked about it a lot. We we're like, you know, do we do these trips or what, whatnot? And we've said it in passing, but never did anything really definitive or, or said anything definitive, but you know, because we, we have a toddler. Exactly. <laughs> but we, we, were, we had that time to, to, to make that decision there. Yes. And I heard a quote that completely shifted my mindset on not being dis- as disappointed with canceling our flights because I I thrive when we're able to get on a plane and travel and visit yeah. new places and new people. And I, I think I told you this quote. It's things ha- are happening for us, not to us. So this pandemic, this COVID, we can be this have this own little pity party and say, woe is me, this Mm -hmm. sucks, and say, this is happening to me. Or we can say, this experience is happening for me. And what am I going to do with it? What can I learn? And how can we pivot and grow from it? So all we did was just change our travel plans and shifted to doing more local things. So we just Mm -hmm. booked an Airbnb um, getaway with just us two. That's not too far, but it it's gets Nick and I have a little alone time. Yeah. And I'm really excited because this was a place that we always wanted to visit. And now we get a chance to, and I'm not so sad that we're not flying on a plane anymore because it's just reshifting our mind to focus mm-hmm. on more local things. And I'm realizing all of the hidden gems that are in our fa- like at our grasp that we can go to and yeah. we don't have to be so disappointed about it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, I think, you know, the whole thing was about minimizing risk and we're minimizing that risk by not having to go on an airplane, by not having to rent a car. Um, you know, we'll continue to social distance at restaurants. If we, if we go to them, we can always bring it back to where we're staying, you know, yeah. just, you know, we'll kind of see where, where the next month takes us. But, you know, by the end of July, you know, we're hoping to, to get a couple night getaway. So Open. we'll keep you all posted on that too. <laughs> Yeah, and something else that happened that I kind of realized when we were at our date night, and this might have been after the fact, is that I think it was such a magical evening. I mean, don't get me wrong. Our date nights are always magical. That's right. But scarcity always makes you appreciate it more. And the fact that we hadn't been out together Mm -hmm. alone for three to four months made that date night so much more special. And I was truly just super thrilled and excited the whole time and just coming home and just reflecting about it. And it kind of made me think, whereas before we would do date nights weekly. Weekly or bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. And I almost want to kind of maybe do it once a month to keep that scarcity going because I find if we do it consistently but not as often it doesn't feel like such an obligation like oh we're doing date night again Mm because that's what we do kind of like i don't want it to be mindless if that makes sense yeah i I appreciate the importance of alone time but i think i i cherish it that much more if maybe we do it once a month if whenever we're able to right instead of bi-weekly just i'm like ready to do it every night right now just because of the time we miss but no but I think that's another reason why it made it so special is because we hadn't done it so long. And I really enjoyed that feeling of not having it all the time, but making sure it is consistent and that we are getting that space and time. So it's just thoughts to think about, not like nothing definite, but that was kind of where I was going with it. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly... You know, the, the four months, three months that we haven't been on a date night is certainly, you know, a check to us. And, you know, it really just makes you 
not take things for granted. And, and, you know, not that I was taking date nights for granted before, but just the fact that it was taken away from us for, for such a long period of time and not of our own doing, but because of something that is out of our control, um, you know, it really just kind of puts things into perspective and, you know, really, really just makes us appreciate the nights that we do have out and that we, you know, can go out on a date night. And, you know, just kind of going back and, and just reflecting on that Friday night is, you know, we had outdoor seating and the weather was just gorgeous. Like we had had some hot days around that uni- date night. The universe was listening and to us and they made there was also a lot of thunderstorm perfect. activity, you know, except for that night. So, I mean, it, everything just ended up perfect. We had a nice little breeze. You know, we were in Baltimore City and, you know, it was just amazing food great cocktails good conversation i mean you couldn't have scripted it any better well i hope it wasn't scripted well i'm just saying if this was a play (laughs) or something or a movie (laughs) i get it yeah (laughs) um yeah that's that's kind of everything that i had and yeah oh last thing is just that it was fun what we got to just it was Have business. It wasn't fun. fun. Like just I'm me kidding. and you, mano y mano. Lucille's a ton of fun, but to have that alone time and I'm just going to say it again, the space and time. Like mm. we have these moments where we connect and say hi and kiss, kiss. You're looking hot. You're looking sexy. But to have two That's to another three, thing, dressing up. Two to three hours of just me and you, it was just fantastic. It was. Yeah, you're, we you're did looking, get to dress up, didn't you're we? Mighty sexy. Yeah. <laughs> it was the romper, right? Oh yeah, that's right. The romper. <laughs> oh God, stop looking at me like that. You sound like a creeper. <laughs> I know. But yeah, no, just uh it was great just to rediscover the importance of date night and um looking forward to the next one with you, baby. Yeah, so hopefully thirty days from now. <laughs> yeah, thirty days from now. Keep it monthly, maybe. Well, if we're allowed thirty to. days from now we'll be going on our trip, so it works out perfectly. Yes, it does. So true. Absolutely. All right. All right. So is there any resources you want to share with our listeners today? I found a blog post that was called How Quality Time with Your Partner Improves Your Mental Health. QT. So just in case, well, I know everyone's probably has somewhat insane mindsets with just staying at home all the time. And so maybe this is a little boost to just help your mental health and just to do more with your partner. Sounds good. Let's let's do it. So they gave you, I think it was four tips on how to improve your mental health. Just and a tip. Let me start out by saying this. It says, this is consistent with the findings from longest from the longest long longitudinal study on happiness conducted at Harvard University that showed that people who invest in their relationships live longer and happier lives. Bam. That I like the word accurate. invest. Date nights are definitely an investment. They are. Time with your partner. All right. So I don't want to list all the tips because some of them were kind of obvious to me, but I thought this one was hysterical. It said practice JOMO. Joy of missing out. Joy. Okay. It says, in order to say yes to more quality time with your partner, you may have to say no to some group activities. Even though you'll be missing out on some fun, think about all the joy you will gain by spending quality time with your partner. We call this feeling JOMO, or the joy of missing out. Over the 10 plus years my husband and I have been together, I've come to realize that investing in a relationship is an investment in my overall happiness. 
When our relationship feels solid, I feel solid. When our relationship feels rocky, I feel rocky. The two are intimately intertwined, and that's why I'll continue to prioritize quality time together. I like Jomo. That's really cool. Like, I, you know, thinking of it as not only just date night, but just time with Lucille and family, too. Like, you know, you may have an event with your kid and, you know, you're, you're, you're missing out on a party or something like that or whatever. Um, but, yeah, just enjoy the moment that you're with your, your partner or your family or, or whatever. I love that. That's a great way of looking at it. It changed my perspective. I tend to have FOMO. I know this. Well, that's kind of made me think of um, our friends that recently just said like they really wanted a date night by mm-hmm. themselves, yeah. but they did a double date instead. And she's kind of like, I really wish that we could just have a date to ourselves. So it's like you might have to put down, like, say no to some double date opportunities sure. in order to make sure that you're prioritizing alone time with your yeah. spouse. And I like the whole turning it around to, yeah, the joy of missing out. Yeah. It makes you feel less guilty about like leaving people or saying no or declining. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, a lot of people are probably like, well, I've had three months with my spouse. But again, you know, there, there's something about just going out. And, and yeah, it's it's yeah. completely different. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's just preach that. Like, it's different getting out by yourselves than it was just being in. Like, exactly. I'm the first one to say that. It uh, to- felt totally different, which is yeah. just crazy. All we did was just leave our house together. And, and do what we would normally do hours. before <laughs> this whole thing. There's actually a lot yeah. of things that are different. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, yeah, I thought that one was kind of cool. Yeah. Let's let's hashtag Jomo when we go out. <laughs> Jomo. All right. And what is that quote of the day there, Jilly? The quote of the day is by Ryan Frederick. Reconnecting with your spouse doesn't have to be complicated. Just purposeful. It's not Avril Lavigne. Oh, damn it. <laughs> complicated. Yeah, so complicated. Yeah. That's an awesome quote. I like that. And what is our take action challenge for this week? Your take action challenge is to just have purposeful alone time with your partner. I dig it. I'm going to have some more purposeful alone time with you after this podcast. Wishful thing. I'm kidding. It's late. It's late. God, we sound like curmudgeons. <laughs> I know. All right. Good stuff. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. If you like this episode, if you can please do us a favor and help us spread the message, you can do this by writing a review or simply sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation. Conversation leads to action. And action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today. And we will see you again next week. See you later, guys.